the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Good morning and welcome to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. I want to send out a very, very special thanks to my good friend Bobby Rabati at BNN Auto Sales. Family owned and operated dealership on 32nd Street, basically in the corner of Greenway. Uh, they are a family owned business that primarily works with commercial vehicles pre owned. They have stuff that has low miles. They have stuff with high miles. If you need a commercial vehicle, it's one of the harder things to not only find today, but they're also extremely difficult to order today. You know, last week we talked about a lot of things, and, you know, one of the things we talked about was the shortage of microchips and the shortage of lithium. There was another article that I had found, and... It was from Rivian. The CEO warns of looming electric vehicle battery shortage. Much of the battery supply chain isn't built, challenging an industry aiming to sell tens of millions of EVs in the coming years, he says. It's making me subscribe to the Wall Street Journal to read the entire article. But what I'm trying to tell you that there's going to be a shortage of battery supplies for electric vehicles and it will make the microchip problem look like a walk in the park. So one of the articles that I wanted to reach out and talk about, this article is from 325.22. Here's why CarMax makes more money on used cars than anybody else. CarMax is an absolute powerhouse when it comes to pre-owned vehicle retailing. It sells more than double the used inventory than their nearest competitor, and they make significantly more money doing so. The primary reason for this is simple. Most people are overpaying. Okay, This is an article on Jalopnik from 325.22. You need to understand what it is you're paying for the car that you're buying and if the car is available someplace else. A report by Automotive News shows just how much further ahead of the field CarMax is compared to the other major pre-owned retailers. In the first quarter, and this is back in 18, so it's really not relative, relevant. In the first quarter of 2018, CarMax sold over 170,000 vehicles. In the number two spot, Penske Automotive sold 73,000 cars. When it comes to gross profit per unit, CarMax raked in $2,147 per vehicle. Lithium Motors wasn't far behind at 2038, while other large groups such as Asbury, Penske, AutoNation, and Sonic had a profit 
range between 1565 and 1090 Carvana only managed an average of $902 a unit. Now, what makes CarMax such a draw for used car buyers is excellent marketing and low-stress, hassle-free buying experience. It also helps that it has tons of locations in major metro areas, and customers have the ability, ability to transfer most vehicles from one location to the next for a fee. This gives buyers access to a nationwide network of inventory. Of course, the crux of CarMax strategy is the no-hassle pricing. The pricing, the price you see is what you pay. However, he's also mentioned the CarMax price may not always be the best one. Using used car buying is very different than new car buying. The margin for negotiation is often in the hundreds of dollars, and more major retailers are adopt, adapting to similar no-haggle pricing policies. But like CarMax, other large used car dealers like Sonic and AutoNation are using marketing data to be aggressive with their used car prices in the hope that the cars move quickly. You may have noticed yourself, if you check CarMax's inventory, yes, the, the cars are generally in good shape and can include generous warranties. Remember, the generous warranty might just be what's the remainder of the factory warranty. Many buyers wonder about the several thousand dollar premium they command over used cars. Few examples: They had Toyota CarMax is selling a 2016 Toyota Highlander with 26,000 miles uh, at 32,998. A Toyota dealership, which was owned by Sonic, had a certified pre-owned with 21,000 miles and had a no-haggle price of 31,995. Keep in mind, this is a certified pre-owned car. What I'm going to tell you is I'm not bashing CarMax. I'm not bashing Carvana. I'm telling you, this is about you. I got an email from one of these online buying services, and they had the perfect answer because I told them when they sent me the email that please do not reach out to me any further. Your offer on this vehicle was nothing but an insult. And I got the autoresponder from the chat uh, we apologize that you did not feel our our, our offer was free, uh, was fair, and we completely understand that you have to do what's best for you. Remember, you have to do have to do your homework. You have to do your homework. Some will argue that CarMax cars are of better quality than other pre-owned vehicles, but there have been lawsuits that took issue with the veracity of CarMax's inspection procedure. Now, this isn't to say that buyers can't score good deals shopping at CarMax, and it's certainly a convenience place to sell your car if you don't want the hassle of private buyers. But the fact that CarMax makes it make is, let me start over. But the fact that CarMax makes is the most profitable used car retail retailer in the country is mostly the direct result of buyers offer paying more for a car that they could have found elsewhere with a similar no-haggle experience. Just be willing to shop around and don't pin all your hopes on one shop. It's like I just said, it is about you. Just like I always say, it's what's in your best interest, not the best interest of the dealership. So another article 
Uh, and I don't even want to really go through this one because they're picking on uh, – you know, everybody has their issues. One thing I will tell you about these online retailers, okay, communication. I tried to sell a car to one of these online sites and they sent out a very reasonable, very reasonable offer, a great offer. But it turned out the car could not be sold to this online retailer due to the title issue being that the title was in a gentleman's name that had just passed away. And even though they had power of attorney to handle a transaction, this online site would not buy a vehicle. And most dealerships will not buy a vehicle that there's probate involved. My concern was the fact that they have a phone number. I called the phone number. Your estimated wait time is longer than 30 minutes. I wasn't doing anything, and I've told this before. I uh, I ended up sitting there with the phone on the desk. 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 45 minutes. 45 minutes, I still was getting the recording that said, it's a estimated wait time of over 30 minutes. If you have a problem, okay, and I help you buy a car, I'm the guy you call when you have a problem. You're not going to be on hold for 45 minutes. I'm usually going to get back to you pretty darn quick if you left the message on my phone. What I will tell you, though, is if you bought a car at Carvana, if you bought a car at CarMax, if you bought a car from Vroom, if you sold your car to one of those places and you have an issue with them, I am not the right guy to call because I'm not going to get involved in that circumstance. It's not what I do. Uh, the biggest thing that you have to make sure when you buy a used car is, and you pay for it through one of these sites that you get your title transfer and registration in a timely fashion. If when you leave in Arizona, you leave with a 40 day TRP and which is on the back of the car in a temporary registration. If you get to the 45 days and I'm telling you, if I help you and you get to the 35 days and you haven't seen anything, please reach out to me. Let me help you get that sorted out. If I helped you buy the car, okay, if you bought the car without my help and you're having that problem, my suggestion is if you get nowhere on the phone is to hop yourself into your car, drive over to the dealership and see if you can get somebody in finance to help you get your problems sorted out. Many of the issues that these online services have, they center on title transfers and registrations. Here's a gentleman's issue. He bought a car in Michigan. The hassle of trying to troubleshoot with the company got to be too much. He used them last year and generally found the experience to be easy. It was a more recent purchase of a Lincoln MKZ in January that he soured on the company. For months, they tried to provide him with, they provided him with temporary registrations from Georgia, Tennessee, and Arizona in lieu of registering his car in Michigan. He said he also didn't, they also didn't provide a title, which Michigan state law retire, requires buyers to title vehicles within the state, in the state within 15 days. 
If you buy a car in the state of Arizona, I'm telling you this, there is a website, my my MVD, I believe, Arizona My MVD, I believe is the site. It's the replacement of Service Arizona. I helped the gentleman this week. We set up the login and the password for him. Once you log in and have it all set up, all your vehicles show up. You can do your registration renewals. You can do your license renewal. I guess if there's no, if you lose your registration, if you lose your tag, it's all done online. But remember, not all dealerships send the title through the DMV. If you bought a car and you got all your paperwork from the state, you got your new license plate, you got your real registration, and there was no title, get online to the Service Arizona website, print on the bottom, it will say duplicate title. When you get the When you get to that point, it's $4 to add a duplicate title. They will mail it to you. Okay, If you go into the DMV today, if you are not a car dealer, you will not leave with a title to the car. They will still mail it to you. I'm Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. Easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. And you can find me online at yourcarinsiders.com. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 9-6 of the Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green, and the easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. Very special thanks to Adam Breen and his team at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. Uh, they're going through a major construction right now. I haven't seen the battle zone yet. When I was there the other day, they were moving people's desks around. You know, and, and when I was talking about this online buying thing. Eight months after his purchase, he finally received the plates and the title for his car. By then, he wanted to sell. He loved the car, but he hated the experience so much that he didn't want it anymore. He said it was horrible. Uh, Wall Street Journal also talked to another guy who had negotiated the sale of his Chrysler Pacifica 
only for them to deposit less money they agreed in his bank account and take a Pacifica away. That situ- this was on a sale of a car. Third person is still waiting for on the title for a Hyundai Sonata. It's, I, I like there to be a brick and mortar. I'm not telling you that you're going to have a nightmare if you sell your car to one of these sites. I'm not telling you you're going to have a nightmare if you buy from one of these sites. A lot of people are okay with paying more money for the ease of the transaction and the transparency. I've yet to help anybody buy a car from Carvana, CarMax, or Vroom. I have helped people sell cars to Carvana and CarMax. It's not the end of the world, but if you do have a problem, it is a little bit more difficult to deal with the issue than it would be if the car is from a standalone car dealership. So here's another article that I found from Jalopnik. And all this that I'm finding, it's all about buying cars. Why dealerships ignore you and what you can do about it. You're tired of being ignored when you're shopping for a car. This article was from 328-2012. Why it happens. Most salespeople are paid on commission. It means they are not selling cars. They are not making money. The problem arises because... Too many young people visit the dealership to try out the newest ride, but they have no intentions of purchasing, of making a purchase, and they don't have the means to do so. I know this is true because I was guilty of it when I was in my 20s. I'm also willing to be willing to bet a good number of you have done this the same. The secondary reason that deals will sometimes ignore younger, performance-oriented buyers has to do with the inventory and profit margins. Hot hatchbacks and other sport compacts tend to have minimal markups, and often dealers only get a few of these cars. So the law of supply and demand is the dealer's favor. This is why I suggested that it might be wise to wait until the hype dies before you're picking up your youth-oriented performance car. Dealers profiling younger buyers, well, sort of. When it comes down to it, time is money, and too often the young visitors at the dealership are seen as a waste of time. I'm going back to 1988. I was out with a friend of mine that had bought a brand-new 1988 Corvette, and he had done a Greenwood ground effect on the car. So it was a really great-looking Corvette. At front air dam, side skirts, rear wing on the back, and a rear air, air diffuser. We were out in Scottsdale at a bar that's no longer there called What's Your Beef? And it was off of, I want to say it was off of Hayden. And we were there one night, and we were walking out to the car, and a gentleman walked up to me, very well-dressed gentleman, and he said to me, hey, where did you, where did you get that car? And we explained that, well, it's something that we was purchased at San Chevrolet, but it was a Greenwood ground effect that was put on the car. And this guy was like, that thing is so cool. I, I got to get me one of those. I'm going to get one. And can you get me the information on the Greenwood kit? So I gave the gentleman my phone number and I said, hey, if you buy the car, and I was not, I was working in a dealership at the time, I was not doing this. I said, if you buy the car, please feel free to give me a call. I will be happy to reach out and get you the info. 
About two weeks goes by, I get a phone call from the gentleman. He says, hey, Gary, it's Freddie. I just want to let you know, I went to the car dealership and I went after practice. And I was just wearing a pair of shorts and a T-shirt. And I guess that when they saw the Cardinals T-shirt, they didn't put two and two together. They, they thought I was just a fan. They didn't realize I was one of the linebackers on the Cardinals. And I was prepared to pay cash for the car. And they actually said to me, before I could drive the car, I had to fill out a credit application. So when he was reluctant to filling out the credit application, one of the sales managers came out and the sales manager happened to be a little bit more of an avid Cardinals fan than the salesman was and right away recognized who he was dealing with. And he said, I apologize for the trouble of the credit app. If you'd like to drive the car, I'd be happy to let you take it for a ride. And it wasn't a regular Corvette. It was a ZR1 at the time. And when they got to talking, he said, you know, I'm going to test drive the car. I'm just not going to do it here. Uh, he felt very, very insulted that before he could drive a car, he had to fill out a credit app. Now, I will tell you this. If you go to a car dealership and you want to go for a test drive, a credit app's not required. A driver's license is. So I had a gentleman that I, I love to death. I've helped him numerous times. He called me one day and they wouldn't let him test drive the car without giving him his driver's license. And he said, I'm not giving him the driver's license. What do I do? Well, you're not going for a test drive. He said, I can't believe it. They won't even let me go for a ride in the car with the salesman, him driving. I'm like, John, it's really simple. They want to know who's with the salesperson on the test drive. There have been salespeople who did not go on a test drive and come back to the dealership in one piece. Okay, It's very simple. The only thing they can do from your driver's license is get what's called an OFAC to make sure you're not a terrorist. They can't run your credit from your driver's license because your social security number is no longer on the driver's license. Present yourself as a serious buyer. I stress calling ahead and making an appointment. When you schedule an appointment, you confirm that the car you want is indeed available. Okay, good luck with that. Okay, that's a 50-50 thing. Because there's a car available and 10 minutes later it's not there. And unfortunately, there are people in the business that will tell you the car's there. And when you get there, oh my goodness, we sold it yesterday. I didn't realize it. Another strategy is to employ those third-party websites to make the dealerships come to you. While TrueCar might not always offer the best deal, if you submit an inquiry to your local dealers, we'll be hounding you in no time to get you to come into the showroom. I was an internet manager in a car dealership for many years. Okay, Never got into discussing pricing on a car. We got into discussing the ease of doing business with us, and we would be working from the factory invoice when you arrived at the dealership. If someone was adamant about a price, there were times that we I didn't do this, but they would give prices to cars to people that they had no intentions of honoring, even though it was in an email, because there was something in the email that basically said the number that they were getting was not a legit number. 
you insist on visiting a dealership without an appointment, try to avoid holiday weekends in the end of the month. These times seem to be very busy for car sales. I will tell you this. If you visit a car dealership and you're on your own, ask the salesman how long he's worked there. If he's only worked there for two weeks, uh, I'll get get back to this after the break. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. When I finished the last segment, I was mentioning about finding out how long the salesperson worked at the dealership. I don't, I'm not overly concerned when I go to the dealership if it's a brand new salesperson. To me, that might mean the general manager is trying to help this young man out because he knows that 99% of the time when I show up, it's a car deal. I'm not overly concerned with it due to the fact that when I have an issue, if there's a problem, it's not the salesman that I deal with, it's the general manager. But one thing that's very important, a lot of dealerships have now what they call geniuses, delivery coordinators. Uh, When you take delivery of a new car, these new cars are so intimidating that even if they spend an hour with you, you're going to have nine million questions. And what I recommend is there's nothing wrong going back to the dealership two weeks after you bought the car with the list of all your questions and understanding that they are going to spend time with you as much time as you want having the vehicle features known to you. So here's the – imagine this. Don't be surprised if the dealer asks you to run your credit or even requires a loan pre-approval before handing over the keys. If I was shopping for a car and they asked me for those things, I would be shopping someplace else. Uh, I don't ever recommend pulling your credit before you find the car. So that could become a hurdle. And if they want to run your credit before you buy the car, if you get up to leave, they may say, okay, we're not going to, we don't care that you're leaving because we don't want the, uh, we won't let you drive the car with. So they have their rules. Okay. If you don't like the rules, go play someplace else. You're not obligated to buy the car where you are. Now, I'm going to tell a quick story where you don't judge the book by its cover, and I've told this story. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but I had a gentleman come into the dealership one day in his 60s. He was paying cash for a Corvette. Okay, didn't look like he had two nickels to rub together. He was homeless, and he came back two hours later with the cashier's check from the bank. It was a long, long story that it was a lawsuit that was going on for years and years and years, and he won. And he basically said the first thing he was doing when he won his lawsuit was he was going to buy a brand new Corvette. Now, if he would have walked into the dealership and up front said to the salesperson, hey, I want to drive a Corvette and I'm homeless. Okay, the salesperson would have broomed the guy or got away from him as quick as possible. I'm here to help you. I'm here to make sure that you don't get pre-qualified. I'm here to get that have you 
treated the way that you deserve to be treated. I was out with my wife one day, and I ride a motorcycle. And we went to a an event at the University of St- Phoenix Stadium. And it was a motorcycle venue where they had vendors for clothing, uh, equipment for your bike, and boots. And I wear... I have a very, very nice collection of cowboy boots. And back in the early 2000s, when I say 2000s, 2004 to 2007, I was working with a gentleman and the company was doing really well and I was actually a signer on my own Centurion Black American Express card. Well, when the company went away due to some things that he had done that changed my life forever, I was able to... I paid off my portion, and a couple of years later, I was able to get myself a Platinum American Express card, nowhere near the same as a black card. But the funny thing was, while this gentleman was talking to me, uh, he mentioned this, this, and this, and we were talking, and I was very interested in a pair of, you don't wear, I don't wear Lucchese cowboy boots to ride a motorcycle. You'll wear out the leather soles real quick, and you'll ruin the top with shifting. So we were talking about boots, and he was explaining to me about the rubber soles and how he reinforces the top toe of the leather to make it more durable in the shifting of the motorcycle. And all of a sudden, he looked at me and said, well, I just need you to understand that my boots started $700. And I said to him, oh, really? I, 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 I understand that. Uh, and I was kind of taken back, so I kind of said, you know, I don't think for a pair of motorcycle boots I want to spend that much money. And I turned to my wife and I said, honey, do me a favor. Pick out something that he sells that's about 25 bucks. I don't care if you take it and throw it in the trash when we leave. So... They had a leather carrying case, and at the time, my wife smoked. So she bought this leather case, and it was 20 bucks. And the gentleman looked at me, and he said, well, how did you want to pay for that? And I asked him, do you accept American Express? And he said, yes. Well, the look on his face was priceless when I pulled out the titanium-made black American Express card. You don't judge a book by its cover. I'm Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, and I will be back after a short break. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Now she's a high 
Welcome back to your car insiders on 960 of the Patriot. If you like the articles that I'm talking about, it's very simple. You go on to MSN, you go to autos, and you go to research. And if you go down to the bottom, it'll say more items on it. So here was an article that I actually found on Arizona's Family Channel 3. Okay, and this was a gentleman that bought a car online. A 2019 Toyota has been nothing but a headache for Steve Smith, who says he's glad to finally see the car go. He really appreciates the work that Gary Harper at Three on Your Side had done for him. I really appreciate what you guys have done for me, Steve Smith said as he watched his car loaded onto a flatbed truck. I mean, we got it done, and it didn't take a long process or nothing. In previous Three on Your Side reports, Smith told us how he used the popular car buying site to purchase the Toyota. I'm not mentioning the site. If you want to find the article, it was on, well, I might have said it was Vroom. Uh... And it's not just, I'm not picking on them. Smith says Vroom never sent him any paperwork, so he couldn't register the car with Arizona MVD. And Vroom said, wouldn't help him. You know, I've called the company like 500 times a month. I guarantee everybody there knows me. Although he made every monthly payment, he can't register the car with no registration. He has to keep it parked in the front of his home. It's just sad. I have never been through this before. I bought cars all my life and never had anything like this happen before. Smith said he was so fed up that he doesn't even want the car anymore. So three on your side got involved and Harper told Vroom about Smith's issue. Harper also asked if they would consider taking the car back and refunding his down payment along with the monthly payments he had made with the car that sat in Park. They agreed, and several days later, later they sent out a transport truck to take back their car. They also they've also refunded him about seven thousand dollars from his down payment and monthly payments that he had made. He's glad the saga is over, and he knows he couldn't have done it without three on your side. Man, you guys are class A. I really appreciate what you did, and you did a great job helping me out. He said to Gary Harper, a big thank you to Vroom for resolving this issue as they did. As for Smith, he says he's back to looking at cars and says he'll go to the traditional route this time when it comes to buying. There's nothing wrong with buying a car online. I will tell you, though, most of the issues I hear from people are when it's an online If you have a bad feeling at any point, whether you're in the showroom or the dealership, you're on the computer, if you don't feel good about it, get in your car, turn off your computer, have a nice cocktail, and start over in the morning. And if you don't drink, don't have a cocktail, but don't, don't make a silly decision. You know, one of the things that I noticed, and this was from February 2020, so I I don't know if... I read this article. Yet, no more fat inventories. This was from the CEO of AutoNation. The largest car dealership chain in the U.S. said discounts on new cars may be a thing of the past as the auto industry seems to lock in higher prices resulting from pandemic-induced production cuts. Tighter inventories have allowed automakers and dealers to book fat profits by selling more cars at or above sticker prices. And the absence of discounts will persist even as vehicle production ramps up in the second half of 2022. This was in February. We're in the second quarter. And trust me, nothing's ramping up. This is here to stay for a while. 
Discounting and high incentives will also damage a brand, which is another reason for our industry to balance appropriately supply and demand. Soaring vehicle prices and increased sales of used cars have helped Auto Nation post record profits in its latest quarterly earnings, which were announced earlier Thursday. The rising prices of new and used vehicles are contributing to the highest annual inflation in four decades. Executives at General Motors and Ford Motor Company have signaled they will throttle production even as the computer chip shortages that have forced them to cut output start to ease. They have not started to ease yet. I've delivered two General Motors cars today that actually had on the window sticker options that were not available and said will be retrofitted at a later date. These two companies, which have long coped with large inventories and dealer lots that prompted discounting, are eager to preserve the higher profit margins. At the same time, they've called out auto dealers charging above the suggested retail price. Ford CEO told investors earlier this month about 10% of its dealers were charging above retail price and the company withhold cars from them to root out the behavior. Car shoppers paid the manufacturers above the manufacturer's price in more than 80% of new car purchases in January. According to Edmonds, 2% of new vehicles Auto Nation sold in 2021 were above sticker price. There are manufacturers that are trying to hamper this. There are dealer groups that are telling the dealers, do not price gouge. It's your Option: If you go to a dealership, if the car's on the ground and they're trying to gouge you, you have a decision to get up and leave. Every time I think that a price on a car is too high, when I go home and do my research, I find out that the, the deal that I thought was too high, it really wasn't. You know, one of the things that all people complain about when they're buying a car is the dealer doc fee. And I've never, ever, except if you were a GM employee buying a car through GM employee pricing, have I ever seen a doc fee waived off of a buyer's order. Now, if you're negotiating your car deal in the old days, if someone was adamant about not paying the doc fee, you could... I would sometimes make my car deal, the dock fee would stay on, and I would back out the dock fee from the sales price of the car, and I would show them in the math that you agreed to pay this for the car, I'm subtracting the $279 dock fee, but you are paying it on the contract. I didn't want the class action lawsuit that if someone found out that someone didn't pay a dock fee, you could have a long line of people that were doing it. And I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not, I'm just telling you what my experiences were. So I had a gentleman come in one day, and I was a new car manager at Lou Grepp Chevrolet on Camelback, which is now part of, I believe, Grand Canyon University, and it's either a QT or a Circle K on the corner now. And I had a gentleman come in one day, and he walked in. Didn't It wasn't, but you could tell, all puffy chest, and he was going to show me how it worked. So... One of the salesmen came over, very, very, very tuned, uh, long-time employee at, at the Chevrolet dealership, had worked there at that time probably close to 30 years. And John was an older, crusty kind of guy. And he came over and said, Gary, I don't want to deal with this guy. You need to talk to him. 
It's a car deal, but I'm not talking to this guy. So I go out, I introduce myself to the gentleman, and I sit down, and he starts out with saying, you guys are not, I said, excuse me, sir, let's hold on a second. We haven't even had a conversation yet, and you're putting me in that used guys thing. Let's have a conversation. Please explain to me what it is that you would like, and I will see if I can help you with this. Well, I called the NADA, which is on 24th Street off of uh, Highland, I believe, and he they told me that I can buy a car on an MSO. And I said, okay, I'll be happy to sell you a car title only, which is what that means, as long as you provide to me your Arizona or another state's dealer's license. Well, they told me I don't need that. I said, okay, here's what I'd like you to do. Here's my business card. Go back to the NADA because I cannot sell you a car on a title only unless they can explain to me how to do that. And they can't do that. So I'm just telling you I can't do that. So please tell me what it is that you're reluctant to pay that you don't want to handle the transaction. You guys, I said, here you go again. And I could see we were getting nowhere. So I said, tell me what your your concern is. Well, you're going to overcharge me for the license plates. And I don't want to pay that dock fee. So I explained to him exactly what I said. I will waive the dock fee, but it will be on your contract. I will take it out of the agreed upon sales price that we come to. As far as license plates go, license plates are a very, very exact calculation. So if you buy the vehicle, there's going to be a dollar amount on the buyer's order that says you paid this much for your license plates. And I want you to leave that piece of paper out on your desk so when the plates show up from the state and the registrations in there there's going to be a dollar amount on that registration if they don't match i will give you the money out of my pocket so i proceeded to explain all this to him and he still wasn't happy so before i excused him i went to the general manager of the dealership and the general manager of the dealership said gary do whatever it is you think is in the best interest in the dealership of the dealership. I said, okay. So I went back out and I spoke to the gentleman and he started with the you guys and you're going to rip me off and you're going to do this. And I finally said, sir, we're a small little Chevy dealership on the corner of 27th Avenue in Camelback. If you were to head east and you drive down to 13th Street in Camelback. On the south side of the street, there's Courtesy Chevrolet. If you proceed to go from here west to Grand Avenue and make a right at 55th Avenue in Maryland, you will find Sands Chevrolet. If you leave the dealership and you head north on the I-17 and exit at Bell Road and head east, you will run right into Midway Chevrolet, these dealerships sell substantial amount of cars more than we do. 
you've made it perfectly clear that no matter what I do, you're not going to be happy. And I'm not interested in selling somebody a car that's not going to be happy. And he looked at me and said, are you telling me that you're not going to sell me a car? And I looked at him and I said, sir, for the first time today, you and I are on the same page. I refused to sell him a car. Because no matter what I did, it was going to be a horrible survey, which would affect the salesman's paycheck, could affect our inventory that we get. You have to be at a certain. So if you go in and you make these demands, please understand. You better understand what it is you're talking about before you tell a car dealership to sell me a car on a title only when you're not a car dealership. So one of the things he was talking about is what is a dealer doc fee and should I pay it? What exactly is a doc fee? First off, let's get the wording down because a document fee can go by many different names. Sometimes it's called a processing or paperwork fee or they might simply refer to it as a doc fee. No matter the label, they all mean the same thing. The fee covers the back office work that the dealership does with any car purchase. Basically, you're paying for paperwork. This can include vehicle registration, license plates, checking a trade-in value, making a certain trade-in is free from recalls, and other administrative functions that come with the buying of leasing of a new car. While they sound legitimate, these charges have had a bad habit of showing up at the tail end of the transaction, which is basically the worst possible time, typically ranging from $100 to $400. I will tell you this. In Arizona, most of them are between $498 and $598. These seemingly out-of-the-blue charges can cause many shoppers to think they're being scammed at the last moment. Why do you have to pay these charges in the first place? The short answer is... Should you pay? Yes. The additional bad news is that the vast majority of states don't regulate dock fees. Several do, and they cap these fees. Going to make it really quick and simple. If you're in Georgia and Florida, they're not capped by the government. It could easily be over $800. How do I know what the fees and taxes will add to the bottom line? It's what I said earlier. Use the 12% rule of thumb. It's going to be pretty close. Okay. I'm here to help you. I'm not here to sell you anything. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. Easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. We'll be back next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.